Warning! This podcast contains adult language, awkward moments, cavemen. The. The. Oh, oh, oh! Defibrillators left at light. My hovercraft is full of eels. You better watch out or the bacas will get you. Listener discretion is advised, I think. Episode 4. Why ah, burns with the power of bombos! Hey, Zon, are you okay? No, I want to regain the two hours I lost from reading that stupid fucking manga. Also, the brain cells that were burned out because of it. Uh, anyway, welcome to the Spiritkin Manga Review. For those of you who don't know, I'm Mason. And uh, the baka hitting his head against the thing is Zan. Zan. Hey, how you doing? <laughs> so, uh, this week, we it was decided that Zan here was going to review Bombos versus Everything. Uh, <laughs> and uh, that I was going to review Princess Resurrection. Ops, how was that? Uh, not bad. I expected a little more out of it, though. Uh, I wanted to. Uh, well, anyway, we'll get when I get we get to my review about Bombos. You'll hear my feelings about it at this point. Oh, and by the way, we do need to submit a correction from last week when we reviewed Sergeant Frog. It wasn't Moko; it was Momoka. Very sorry. Many apologies. Yes, instead of an O, there was an A. So you know. Our bad. So anyway, for those of you who don't know, Sparkin is the society for providing information and reviews about manga. That's right. So yeah, we review and rate manga on a five-scale system. Yarp. One... <laughs> yarp? Yarp. Ah, yarp. Yarp. That would be like, yar. Nope. It's narp. It's yarp. Ah, we have to do that for the... Oh, anyway. <laughs> anyway, so as I was saying... We do on a scale of 1 to 5, 1 being the lowest, 5 being the highest. And if, if it gets a 1, that's really, really bad. And if it gets a 5, that means we really enjoyed it. Yes. I don't think anything got a 5 this week, do you? <laughs> no, I don't think so. Yeah. So anyway, for those of you who don't know, the opening, the two opening songs were actually from video games. first one was from Earthbound. It's a Saturn Valley music. I always like it. Very catchy. Yeah, it's very bouncy. And the other one was from Chrono Trigger, the OVA. Uh, it was the song sung by Gonzalez, or in English, we know him as Ghetto. Yes, I had no idea they called him Gonzalez until we found this thing. And he, he look, doesn't look Hispanic. <laughs> what, the Hispanic guys were supposed to have... Yes, he does. He's red and silver, not just silver. That means he's Hispanic. <laughs> what, am I red? Uh-oh, I don't think there's... Uh-oh, I don't think they're supposed to know my nationality. Ah, oh, well, yes, I'm Hispanic. <laughs> Yeah, that's why I said only he could make fun of the West Side Story. <laughs> yes, only I can. Okay, well, anyways, we don't have much information this week, anything really informative or any rants, so let's get right into the reviews. Yeah, not unless you want to rant about parents. No, not this week. We'll oh. do that We'll do that for Father's Day. Oh, dear. All right, so, oh, God. So I'm going to... first, aren't I? Yeah, Zahn is doing bumbos. Take it away, Zahn. <laughs> okay. 
first off, I want to say this. If you're able to find this manga, I'm be very surprised. I spent all of last week trying to find the manga, and I found you have to actually order it from a distributor. You can't even get it in most stores. You have to actually go and say, okay, I want to go to Diamond Distributors, who do most comics, to order it. I mean, Tokyo Pop is even sold out of it. And I was like, oh, maybe that means it's popular. I mean, I've heard this manga is horrible. How I got a hold of it, I'm not going to get into. The person who has it, I pity them horribly. And Sold out because they put it on super clearance? <laughs> no, I don't even think super clearance would sell this manga. Well, as we said, the story is Bombos versus Everyone. And it's by Andy Helms. And I know, oh. I know, it's like, wait, he's not Japanese. This is from the Rising Stars of Manga series from Tokyo Pop. They picked a bunch of American artists and writers to make manga. No wonder it's so bad. Oops. Well, I've read some of them. They're okay. Uh, the artist is Maximo V. Lorenzo. I don't Wherever know. that is. Yeah, and I want to bomb both their houses at this point or just send a nice bag of shit to their... <laughs> You know, leave it outside their doorstep on fire because I was really dissatisfied. Well, uh, it was released 2007, and there's supposed to be three more issues after the first issue. And I really hope they just cancel this series because it'd be the most humane thing to do. <laughs> the genre is shonen. This is pretty much shonen distilled in its purest form. So if you like a lot of action, no substance, no plot, nothing really unique, you might like this. Because it's so totally awesome, yo. I'll get into that <laughs> in a minute. And the type of manga it is is utter crap. It's not even horror or action, or it's crap. Ooh, ooh, describe the cover, describe the cover. Okay, the cover shows main character. His name is, as you can probably guess, his name is Bombos. Blech. Yeah, I know. At first I saw it, I was like, Bombos, maybe he's Bombos from Zelda. He's one of those, like the army. You know, I hear Bombos, I think of I Bombos while I was in the restroom, or <laughs> I Bombos Russia, or what's another one? <laughs> well, I surprised you didn't think of Ted Kaczynski, Bombos, Bombos or something. <laughs> I Bombos the Twin Towers. It could be used as an action verb. We shouldn't actually, not the Twin Towers, we shouldn't make fun of that. That was a horrific event. But anyway. You're making fun of the Twin Towers, you're making fun of Bombos. Okay, yes. Well, Bombos is on the cover with a baseball bat in his teeth. <laughs> and first off, Bombos looks like the love child of Charlie Brown and Ernie. And a, and a pumpkin head. Oh, oh, oh. And you could do lots of fart jokes with, bar- with Bombos. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you could. Oopsie, I Bombos. <laughs> Sorry, everyone. Uh, oh, <laughs> okay, so uh, this is making me feel better. I can crack on this, this, this horrible moment. Aren't you glad you have me around to help? Yes, because I, I was alone, just had to stop reading every page, be like, why am I reading this? It's so bad. It's like going through rehab. It's like you're alone in a room and you're getting the shakes. You're like, oh my god. <laughs> Yeah, just... Okay, um, anyway. Bombos... Uh, <laughs> I can't even think of some way to describe the love child of Ernie and Charlie Brown. Just, uh, he likes to beat things up with a baseball bat. He's a newspaper boy and he beats up cavemen. Alrighty. Yeah, I mean, cavemen. And he's a newspaper boy. <laughs> I know, it's shocking. So, you know, I, this kind of gives me an idea of, like, how this all happened. He's a newspaper boy. He's on his bike. 
He's running from a dog who's chasing him on the heels of his bike. And all of a sudden, ah, he takes a rolled up newspaper and he goes, whack to the dog. Whack, whack, whack. And then, suddenly, this is what I want to do with the rest of my life. And of course, what's the second best thing? Or, well, the first best thing next to a rolled up newspaper? Baseball bat. I don't know. So he graduates from dogs to cavemen. <laughs> And then we all have a jolly good time. Yeah, but the cavemen just are there for no reason whatsoever. Just, oh, there's a caveman there. A caveman there. And the caveman looks like San from Princess Mononoke. I was like, what? Is that San there? I'm going to... And, oh, the language is really stupid, too. He's like, I'm going to beat you up, caveman, because you're totally lame-o. <laughs> oh, the language is pretty much this for the entire thing. You're totally awesome. This is the most awesome thing ever. Awesome. Cool. Totally. Wow. Yeah. Okay. There's The whole thing is Bombos is beating up Caveman because he's training to go to some city, Bokoten. It's supposed to be awesome there and they fight all day and it's <laughs> awesome because they fight and... I kind of zoned out after that. And then there's a girl character who kind of likes Bombos. And she's totally lame because she has an awesome bug collection. And then there's the editor-in-chief who's his boss who beats up people while kicking them in the groin. And, uh, <laughs> warning. Warning. Yeah. Zahn may be saying awesome excessively <laughs> during this episode. Yeah. There's nothing else I could say. Uh, so, uh... The plot? plot? What, what plot? He beats up cavemen trying to get to the awesome city because it's awesome. And the newspaper editor guy is completely insane. And everybody else is totally lame-o. Yeah. That's it. And art style, as I said before, it looks like he's Charlie Brown's love child. To me, like, Ernie and the gingerbread man. Well, that's only on the cover. On the inside, you see him. He looks, like, a little better, but... <laughs> And then you have the writing style. Yeah. Writing style. To Mr. Helms, you definitely need to get better plot devices, and you really got to work on this. This is just... I'd expect this from a third grader. I really would. Learn how to write comics, douche. Yes. And, well, now, if you want to know what the demographic is for this, well, honestly... I'd say it's the guy in the corner of the classroom putting the square peg in the circle hole or trying to. <laughs> you know, that guy is for this. And now for my rating. To be honest, I have to say this. This is a point five. I don't even think we could do a point five. A one is you have a priest purify it and then you burn it. This is a point five, which is you have a priest exercise the manga. Then you pour gasoline, even though it's like four or five dollars a gallon. Just pour about two gallons on the manga, and then you light it on fire. But you don't light it on fire with a match. You light it <laughs> using an ignited flatulent fart from a fat dude. So you light the fart on fire, and that lights the book on fire. So I bombos the bombos. <laughs> yeah. So then after it burns into nothing and it's just, it's ashes, you put the ashes into a cup and make a shake, and then you give it to some guy with MR, so it turns into what it actually is, which is retarded shit. And to <laughs> anyone who has MR who's listening, I, well, first off, the fact that you're listening to this is very good. You're probably higher functioning. I have a lot of respect for people with MR, even though they're kind of slow. But besides that, they're not bad people. Anyway, like I said, this gets 
a one or a point five. It was such shit. There's nothing else I could say about this manga. I mean, nothing. This nothing too low can be funny. Yeah, I'm I'm done. I. I... <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, that was short. Yeah. I loved it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so um, we'll move on from the horror that is Bombos versus everything. We'll move on to my review, I guess. This week, I am doing Princess Resurrection, or also known as Kabutsu Ojo. Ojo. Okay. Is that the one with the, the creepy, nun-looking, Lolita goth girl with chainsaw and blood and shit on it? Oh yeah, I'm getting there. Okay. Um, It's also an anime. The author and the artist is Yasunori Mitsunaga. The original run is from 2005, and it's ongoing. The U.S. publisher is Del Rey Manga. In Japan, it's Kodansha. And in the U.K., it's Egmont. So far, there are only six volumes in total. It's ongoing. It's classified as shonen. Also, the genre is horror, comedy, supernatural, also a magical girlfriend. Mm. And there is fan service. Anyways, I would call it ants a fan service. How come you got the one with fan service and I got the one with beating up cavemen? I don't know, but that keeps happening, right? Yes. I get to see the boobies in the panty shot, and then Zahn gets bombos and other, like, creatures. Oh, yes, and children jumping off of buildings. <laughs> <laughs> it's the luck of the wheel. I have powers. I manipulate it. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so the main character is, I think you pronounce it Jaime. Hime. Hime? Hime, princess, Japanese. Okay. Yes, and that's what I was going to go on to mention, that... Hime is Japanese for princess. Her real name is Lillian. So what happened here is that it opens up and you see Hime talking to her maid, whose name is Lendra. And then you see a boy, his name is Hiro, and he's walking down the street and he's trying to find out the house which his sister is working in because he's going to go live with her, even though she's just being a maid in the mansion. And he gets hit by a car. By their car? Yes, by their car. And he goes to the morgue, and then she creeps into the morgue, and she somehow pricks her finger, and the blood dripped down to his lips, and all of a sudden he awakens alive again. Yay. So he doesn't know that she's been there. She's nowhere to be found. But all of a sudden, you know, he gets up, he's wandering around, he starts wandering towards the mansion. He feels compelled to go there. So he gets to the mansion, and then he finds Hime and her maid, and she tells him... Well, you displayed valor, and you are now my vassal. She hit him with a car, and she brings him back to life, saying, You showed valor? Yeah, I forget what exactly happened, but she said, You are worthy of being my vassal, and gave him the blood as a reward. And he is now her blood warrior. So he's this puny kid. Does he have any powers from being blood warrior, or is he just, I'm there, and I'm going to die again, and you're going to have to do your blood thingy? Option number two. That sucks. She basically uses him as a meat shield and then basically resurrects him again, even though her blood makes him nearly immortal. And then it turns out that, uh-oh, his sister is working for Hime. She also has really big boobs. I don't know if that plays in anything, but she has really big boobs and she likes strawberry parfaits. Mm. So she's working as a maid. She has absolutely no idea what's going on, by the way. None. She just cooks and cleans and is totally oblivious. All right, and then I already mentioned Flandre. She is Hime's android servant girl. She weighs tons and recharges in a Borg-like receptacle. So she's a Borg. Uh, I don't know if she's actually a Borg. 
a cyborg. She is an android type, but she is very supernaturally strong. She has maybe some other powers that remain to be seen, some kind of magical blocking, and she constantly says, Fuga? Fuga? So she says, like, hi, how are you doing, Fuga? No, she just says Fuga all the time. So she's Chi from Chobits, just Chi, but she says Fuga. Yes, and she can go Fuga or Fuga. You know, only the inflection changes. Ah. So, along their adventures, she picks up different weapons to fight different enemies that happen upon her. And it could be anything. The first time, it's a chainsaw. So mm. She's going after an invisible man who puts lots of strings across. You know, he's that type of enemy. Are you sure he's, he's an invisible man, or is she just imagining this and running No, around? no, no. He's an invisible man, and she uses, or Hero volunteers to be her meat shield, and then she kills him with a chainsaw. Oh, she killed Hero? No. No, Hero got killed... Because of the Invisible Man, because he wants to save Himei, he kind of finds himself liking her as the series goes on more and more, even though it's just the very beginning. So she kills him with a chainsaw. Second guy, she kills with her sword, and she also gets to use Hero as a meat shield. That time she kills a werewolf. And then the sister, or the half-sister of the werewolf, comes after her. Her name is Lisa Wildman. So since she is half human, half werewolf, when she transforms, only her arms transform. Not even just her arms, just her forearms. She has huge, big, fuzzy arms. That's just really lazy. It is It is very weird. She's like kind of tomboyishly attractive, really muscled stomach. And she goes after Himei, but then she finds out and finally comes to her own conclusion that, oh, one of Himei's siblings from the royal family, because she is a princess, remember killed my brother because he took my brother under his control, his or her control, and then Hime was forced to kill him. So I'm going to stick with her so I have a chance to kill the person who killed my brother. But so, she killed brother. No, 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 no. The werewolf, Lisa. Oh. I'm sorry if I'm being confused. I'm still brain not working because of bongos. <laughs> so to recap, Hime is the princess from a royal family. She's also, you find out she's on the run, kind of. And you also find out as the series goes on is she has several siblings and that the sole remainder will be heir to the throne. Even though she has supernatural powers, she is as weak as a normal human. And the same goes for the rest of the quote-unquote immature members of the royal family. So this is part of the reason why she picks up Hero. And also part of the reason why she picks up Lisa. And so, has robot Fuga Girl. Right, Flandry. So now we have Hero with her... Android super maid, Flandre, the sister, whose name I didn't write down, it's something like um, Nasasawa, who has no idea what's going on with big boobs and cleans mm-hmm. all the time. Lisa, wild man, half human, half werewolf, and hero, semi-undead meat shield. During these adventures, we also meet Rari Kimura. Now, we don't know this at first, but you find out she's a vampire masquerading as a student and she dresses in a dark sailor fuku and has lots of panty shots which is the butt of many jokes and she's a vampire and she can walk out during daylight yeah well she's just not as strong and she's black panties like it's constant she floats in the air panty shot she floats in to save somebody random panty shot panty shot panty shot oh and by the way a panty shot ah <laughs> sounds interesting in a perverse sort of way It's actually very funny, and it was part of the saving grace for this whole storyline. You also... Well, she sort of ends up joining the team after they have a little run-in. 
more or less. Then you also meet Sherwood, which is Hime's sister. She's about nine or so, and she's actually what kind of disturbed me most about the series. She at first submits that, you know, oh, sister, we should have an alliance because, you know, the weakest should always bond together. And she's, you know, the little nine-year-old. And her sister tells her no, then she goes after her and tries to kill her. And, um, what? Dot, dot, dot. Yeah. So, Sherwood... So, Sherwood uh, tries to kill the sister? Yes, she tries to kill the sister, and I'm trying to find my train of thought. She tries to kill the sister, fails, jumps off a big plant that she was controlling because she's upset that she failed, and because Hime doesn't seem to want her daughter, daughter, sister to die, Hiro jumps in front of her. She lands on top of him. Of course, he's died again. And then she goes, oh my goodness, what a brave warrior. And then she pricks her toe and gives him some of her blood. But it's very disturbing because here's a child in a short skirt lifting up her leg. And Hiro, who is like a young teenage male, is sucking on her toe to get the blood. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, and by the way, Sherwood also has a maid android type servant like Flandre. It's actually Flandre's older sister called Francesca. And she's basically the same, except she's taller, she's more intelligent, and she shoots pebbles at very high speeds. Kind of like it's almost a bullet. Does she talk? Nope. They all she do. has she has more intelligence though than Flandre. But she doesn't talk. So. Nope, she says Fuga. 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 Have, that'd be an interesting conversation. Fuga. 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 Uh, well, I will, what I will say about this is, I did like the art style. It was goth, <laughs> in a way. I'll tell you what I dislike about this. You start out, you see a goth girl on the cover with a crown, with a chainsaw, with cat eyes. And you think, oh, this is gonna be good. And you start reading it, and you keep reading it, and reading it. And there's just nothing of consequence that's happening. I mean, you have the surface plot, but there seems to be nothing deeper. And there's something in the far-off distance about her royal family lurking around to kill her, but that's about it. The dialogue leaves so much to be desired. It's just yelling and her being snotty and the squishy sounds when Hero is being used as a meat shield. You must die like Kenny dies in South Park. Kind of, yeah. One part he drowns, he's all bloated. They take him out of the water. Oh, God. I mean, I really, I like this manga, but I want more in the plot. That's really what knocks it down a couple points in ratings. Otherwise, I would have just loved it. I mean, I'm pissed off because they tried to use sensationalist tactics to get me to read this. They put things that might interest me, like, oh, a goth girl with a chainsaw. This looks like it might be interesting, but it's not. They just use it to suck you in for this sucky plot. Is she a vampire or...? No, she's not a vampire. At one point, she becomes a half-vampire to save Hero. Okay. And the characters, like Rary, are actually quite interesting. And also, I mean, even Sherwood's very interesting, but it doesn't take it far enough. Now, maybe if I read further along... This would get better. And I'm assuming that it would, since it's made an anime and it's published Mm -hmm. in the UK, in the US, in Japan. And you only read the first book. The first few. Okay. So, I don't know. The art style is good. Mm -hmm. I liked that. It wasn't too empty. It definitely had its own kind of style going on that was unique. 
It wasn't typical. The only thing I really didn't like was the character design for Hime. Sometimes she just looked a bit, a bit too wayfish, a bit too thin, and completely odd. I don't like the angles that their bodies are at. It's not very realistic. So if, you know, you take art history and get into any of this, then you may appreciate this. Maybe you appreciate it already. Maybe not. There isn't really a best line because there's really not much in the way of dialogue. Mm. Besides, um... The cute jokes about the panty shots of the vampire. Mm, is there any... What's the demographic you'd say for it? Then? Just goth, Lolita-loving, moe-crazed lunatics? I think this just was created mostly for teenagers, mm. to be honest. Guys and girls. Mm-hmm. I would actually peg it, depending on the maturity of your preteen, from about 11 to 15. Maybe people who are older, people who aren't very serious readers, might enjoy this as well. If you're in it more for a basic plot and art and not to get in really too deep. If you're not a really big reader, then maybe this would be for you. If you just want to get past the reading, skip everything else, get the basics. But for all these reasons that I have list, I gave this a three, which is a gift from your crazy aunt Muriel. Okay, but forgettable. Enough said. Enough said. So, so would you pursue further? eh? I would pursue further. I want to see what happens, see if it gets any better. But as is, I have to give it a three. Okay. Well, maybe the anime is better. I hope so. Actually, the um, character design for Hime looks a lot better. It's a lot more regular. (laughs) Doesn't have the odd body angles that piss me the fuck off. Uh, So, well, we're done with the reviews, kind of early. It's only been maybe 25 plus minutes. Well, luckily, we do have news. Oh my god, we have news. Holy crap, we have news. Well, besides, we have a new friend on our MySpace account. Someone (laughs) added us as a friend. Somebody else cares. Yes, no one looks at our... You guys should check out our MySpace, myspace.com forward slash Spyrokin. Very interesting. Yes. Or our website, spyrokin.podbean.com. You can see pictures of Zan and I and hunt us down. Sort of. And also pictures of the wheel of manga and its scullyness. Did you put that up? Uh, I think I did. You didn't. I have the picture, I just... Slacker! Hey, I... I work hard. I don't get any <laughs> sleep. And Bombos has made me forgetful. Okay, that I'll give you. It's evil. Bombos. Oh, if you ever want to torture someone, just read Bombos to them. They will go insane. <laughs> Slowly. All right. So we move on to our news section then? Okay, yeah. What's the news this week? All right. So at the 2008 Book Expo America, Viz released some of their new titles. Mm-hmm. In Viz Kids, we have a Pokemon, Rise of the Dark Rye. It's a new story with Ash, and it is released June 3rd. We also have The Legend of Zelda, The Ocarina of Time, and that's going to be released October 7th. Wait, wait, wait. They're doing an Ocarina of Time manga? Yeah. That was the That was the greatest Zelda game ever. Wasn't it? I was never really a big fan of Zelda games. <gasps> I played the SNES one. I, I played SNES. But, but it's Ocarina of Time. It was the first... I, I never had the game systems. I wasn't as privileged as you spoiled, you know, console quarters. I, I had to buy my, all my consoles in the time it was expensive. Ah, humbug. And also, it's good to have a psychotic friend like JM, because he's completely insane. Oh, JM is my game nut friend who is manager of a certain retail store which will remain nameless. He hooks him up. Yeah, 
he helps he helps me out. But the coolest thing about it is that he has every game system known to man. <laughs> really, from the original NES to Atari to I have Genesis. Someone like that. All right, but also from Viz Signature, which Ooh, is specifically the adult line of Viz. They're going to be releasing Cat-Eyed Boy, which um, is by the creator of the Drifting Classroom. <laughs> head oh. desk, head desk, head desk. Well, he's not that bad. He gets better later. It's just Drifting Classroom sucked. So, do you want to fill me in on Cat-Eyed Boy? Uh, what I heard is it's about this half-human, half-monster kid who looks human with cat eyes. And the demon world doesn't like him. And so he's in the human world. And then he interacts with... You know, he goes around, interacts with demons and humans, and the humans are more evil than the demons. And then he saves innocent people and punishes the wicked. And oh, all right, all right. Yeah, it's it's. I heard good in. I gotta see it. I've seen some images. They're kind of creepy. Rated oh. teen plus for older teens, fellows. We also have real, which is also rated T plus for older teens. It's a gritty drama from Takahiko Inoue. And offers a unique twist on the sports manga genre as it focuses on wheelchair basketball. Wheelchair basketball. Yes, sir. Okay, so this is like murder ball where it's paraplegics and quadriplegics <laughs> and, and wheelchairs. You know, I just have this vision of somebody sneaking up in their wheelchair with a basketball in their lap, sneaking up behind them and be- throwing it up all over their head and be like, Die! And hitting someone over the head. <laughs> And they're dead, and the basketball rolls away down the dark hallway. That's kind of creepy in a sick sort of way. <laughs> we also have Solanin, rated teen, T+, plus for older teens. Available October 21st, 2008. About college graduates who struggle with the real world. Particularly an office lady with a bum boyfriend. I thought that manga was to keep us away from thinking about real life. Well, maybe if we think about somebody else's shitty life, it'll keep us happy. Yeah. Some people just can't handle the realm of fantasy. And then there's a Shonen Jump 5th Anniversary Collector's Edition, which is going to be released August 5th. I don't know why you'd want it. 300 pages of Shonen Jump! Yay! Of just random selections of Bleach, One Piece, uh, Naruto... I don't really think it's that worth it, but you never know. It's twenty four ninety nine. What's going to be released? I'm not going to spend that much on it. Oh, oh, wait! It no comes way. with a Yu-Gi-Oh card. No, it's still not worth getting. <laughs> okay, there's also Slam Dunk. I thought that was out in America already. Guess not. Yeah, stupid. What's with the basketball? It's baseball season. Hey, I love basketball, but I don't like sports manga that much. Neither do I. Then we have. Oh, well, Slam Dunk's going to be released August 11th. Then we have Nora, The Last Chronicle of Devildom. Wait, wait, wait. They're proving that Dora's evil? Yes! Uh, it's I said Nora, not Dora, you dimwit. Oh, damn it. Wait, I thought... Wait, that still means that she's a whore, right? And she has drugs in her backpack, right? I'll stop now. Ow! Why'd you hit me? With the mic. Anyways... Nora is an unruly demon that has defied his dark liege one too many times. Wait, this is a guy? Uh, for the sake... Wait, 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 wait. His name is Nora and he's a guy? Yeah. Okay, oh. Actually, this looks interesting. For the sake of his education, quote-unquote, Nora is sent to live among mortals and enters a bond of servitude with a cool-as-ice star student, Kazuma Makari. Uh-oh. 
Uh oh, because his name's Kazuma. Oh no! No, not a yaoi, not a yaoi. Oh, and for Dora fans, if you like Dora and you're listening, reading manga, at first I'm very confused by this, and I'm not, I don't hate Dora that much. <laughs> oh, and um, Nora: The Last Chronicle of Devil Dem is going to be released October seventh. Oh, apparently there is a sequel called Nora the Second. Wait, does that mean there's the Nora the Third? And she and she steals stuff and runs away, and she has a guy named uh, Zedigawa after him trying. Ow! Okay, I'll be good. <laughs> Don't hit me with the mic again, please. Uh, it's for your own good. I have to beat the evil out of you. Okay, 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 okay. Okay, and now, finally, it is, as many of you who have listened know, the contest is over. It's finished. It finished on Monday. Aww. And we had a grand total of five people email us with possible answers besides Nimwit 1 and 2. Very good. Yes, besides 2 Nimwit, we had five, and the winner... Meh, very odd name. Before we say who the winner is, we're going to say first the answers. Now, answer number one, which was... The question was, what was the opening and closing theme... What anime was the opening and closing theme from episode one from? That was from Irresponsible Captain Tyler. Great series, very funny. Wish there was a manga. There isn't. Mm-hmm. Question number two. In Boys Over Flower, which character had mental disorder, and what was the mental disorder? The answer was... Rui Hanazawa. Flowers go ah. across the screen. And he was autistic, which makes no sense since he's obviously higher functioning. So probably was miss... They just fucked with it. Anyway, the last question. What did Potato Chip learn in Sorcerer Hunters? Potato Chip is a small sorcerer who talks with a lisp, and he learned a magical spell called Killer Thark Move. And what happens is that he uses the spell to shoot out a giant thark mouth to bite people. Oh, okay. Well, let us go to the winner. The winner, who answered all the questions correctly, was... Hi, Mr. Sagecat. Congratulations! <laughs> Hi, Mr. Sagecat has won... One Tenchi Moyo DVD Ooh. from GXP, the first DVD. He's also won the El Hazard first manga and Strawberry Pocky, a box. Nice loot! Yeah, so that's very good. So congratulations again, sir. All you have to do is send us an email with your address so we can send this stuff to you. And don't worry, we're not going to solicit your address or say it out loud. Even though it would be interesting to hear other people send you death threats and whatnot. Well, alright. And for those of you who, unfortunately, the ones who got it wrong and who didn't answer the questions correctly, we're sorry. We're sorry. You were unable to get the questions right. You have no fairies left. And no hearts. So go into the corner of your room and cry. You tried. <laughs> oh, well. Well, don't worry. We're going to have other contests, other things. We're also going to have some polls coming up where you guys vote for the best and worst of manga and whatnot. And speaking of which, if you have any questions, rants, criticisms, or if you want us to read a specific manga, you can email us at spiraken at gmail.com, S-P-I-R-A-K-E-N at G-M-A-I-L dot com. You can spell... Bombos didn't take everything away. <laughs> At least I'm not talking in the third person. At least you're not talking with the lisp. No, the lisp, that's potato chip. And he was using killer thark spell. Oh my. 
God. Oh, God. It was, uh, the character's funny because he's just as perverted as Carrot in that series. And his mother's insanely hot. And Carrot wants to sleep with the mother. And it's just weird. Anyway. So, now, of course, for those of you who don't know, it is time for... The Wheel of Manga! To decide what we're going to read next week. Oh, goodness. Yes, and this week we have some interesting titles on there. And since Bombos has taken off, it's not as bad. So... First off, ladies first, please spin the Wheel of Manga. Oh, that'd be something okay. You've got number four. I got a four! So you are reading Battle Royale. Huh. That's a happy series. You know what? I never planned on reading that, and everyone kept telling me how great it was, and now I have to read it. Well, I like the book better. Aren't they all wrapped? I got a copy. Okay, good. I hate it. I didn't like the the book was a lot better and still was fucked up. All right, All right now Don's for, turn. Uh, please, Oskoli, Wheel of Manga, don't give me a horrible one. Mackinax. Wait, you were cheating, didn't you? No, I didn't cheat. What's that? Mackinax. I know. Which one is it? I don't know. I've never read Mackinax. I've never heard of Mackinax before. It should be interesting. Oh, number two. Uh, okay. I got number two, which is Mackinax. Hey, you got a two. Yep, I got a two. Critical miss. It's not a critical miss. Critical miss is, well, anyway. <laughs> so, it's close. So next week we're doing Mackinax and Battle Royale. But how are we going to do music for that? The movie didn't have any music and there isn't an anime. We could just play lots of screaming. <laughs> we could do the end of Ava music. Ah, uh, so happy. Uh, yes, Tumbling Down. Such a great song. It makes you just want to shoot yourself. Bang, bang, you're dead. Hole in your head. Mm. You know what I'm singing this song from. Do you? No. Do you do? I'll give you some Pocky if you answer. Okay, that's an interesting. Well, if anyone knows the answer, send us an email. And... Bang, bang, you're dead. Hole in your head. <laughs> Yes, you're making the motion of holding a microphone, and there's a microphone right there. Hole in your head. Okay, well, anyway, I think that's a a pretty short episode. Yeah, well, we'll have more next week, we promise. Yeah, we promise. Oh, yeah, for those of you who want to try to answer that and get some Pocky, it is American pop. Yes, contrary to what we usually have, it's not Japanese pop. All right, so I guess that's it. Next week, episode five. We're up to five. Oh, news. I don't know what we're going to name episode 5, but it should be interesting on, like, this episode with... Slashy Slashy. Yes, maybe Slashy... Sh- no. Well, we'll work on that. We'll work on that for next week. <laughs> and then now, and we have our closing music from Princess Resurrection. The anime. And as usual, I'm Zan. And I am Mesa. Hope you enjoy and have a very good day. And send us some criticism. Or compliments.